Hello and welcome in to another episode of The Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby. Thank you for joining us once again. This is recording on Sunday, January 29th, 2023. We're coming off of a week of four different Clemson basketball games and a lot of different stuff to talk about. So let's jump on in. Let's first start with the men. Uh, they had a home trip with uh, returning from home to face Georgia Tech uh, at home on Tuesday, and then on Saturday they went to Florida State. So, you know, coming off of you got the Wake Forest loss, you know, without Chase Hunter, and then you go and win a thriller at home versus Virginia Tech, fifty-one fifty. You're not. You know, you have a loss, and then you're trying to get exactly back, you know, see what you have back. Still trying to feel a way out and, you know, missing Hemingway and then Chase Hunter. That's really tough, and so you get a lot of action for these young guys. And the Georgia Tech game is really a good, just a good boosting of a win where you were in control the whole game. You felt comfortable, got a lot of different guys involved. And, you know, you win by 21, you know, big guys from the night. P.J. Hall was really good. He had 17 points and 7 rebounds. Hunter Tyson you know, had a workman 12 points, 8 rebounds. You know, getting his getting his rhythm back. Uh, Dylan Hunter had 9. Galloway had 14. Um, Chauncey Wiggins has been a fun bright spot off the bench. The freshman, he had 12 points. He was 2 of 3 from the outside. And so just a good all-around effort, I thought, by the Tigers. They held Georgia Tech to 4 of 23 from shooting from the outside, and then they were 9 of 20 themselves. And so really with this game, you have you know have the tough loss with Wake Forest. You know, Chase Hunter's out. That's a tough place to win anyway. And then when you have, you know, missing your starting point guard and the backup guys are freshmen, that's just tough when they want to play how fast they want to play. And so you got them, and then you got a tough Virginia Tech team who, you know, at the time, only they only had one ACC win. But, you know, you have to, I mean, respect them because they went on a run last year, you know, to win the whole thing in the tournament. And so, and they had just gotten Hunter Couture back, and, and they can make a lot of shots. And that came down to the wire and came down to a Hunter Tyson three. So just a couple of back-to-back, you know, tough games. It was nice to get a good win in a game that you're supposed to win. Um, you know, if you lose, that's just a big question mark, and you could overlook a game like this or let your guard down a little bit. And I was just impressed with the way this team played. Uh, they, you know, Georgia Tech wasn't super comfortable all night, and you know, they never had a lead and a lead in the game. So you beat the teams who you're supposed to beat, and that's there wasn't a whole lot more to talk about with that. It's just it's a it's a game you're supposed to win. Now, this this is where it gets even more interesting, as you're aware of. Um, uh, Braden Galloway uh, had a, as we'll call it, a lower abdominal injury. And if you are not aware and want more information, go look at his Instagram or um, other posts about it. I'm sure it's not hard to find. But basically, he's out for a week, you know, probably at least. And so, with an injury. So, he stayed home. And and the tricky part with that was you already had Chase Hunter and Hemingway out. So when you have all three of those guys and veteran guards, you know, and, and ball handlers too. I mean, you you were thinking of like, okay, like do we have Dylan Hunter and Josh Beal in the game? 
Or do you move like a guy like Chauncey Wiggins, who's like six, you know, six ten, from a wing to a two because he's been playing well. But I mean, it's a little out of position. Basically, it was just like you were almost just trying to put the best five players on the floor. So it's really trying to figure out what do you even do with this lineup against a long, athletic Florida State team who, you know, is seven and fourteen. You know, going off to like a terrible like two and eleven, I think start or something like that. But they were like 500 in conference play, and they're starting to really get into rhythm. You had freshman Baba Miller from Spain who was getting, you know, after his suspension, which, you know, is still questionable. But, you know, be that as it may, he missed the first 16 games, so he's still getting into rhythm. And he's a long athletic dude who can play, and um, I'm sure we'll be looking up at him. I mean, they were talking about in the broadcast that he's a top, even a top 30 prospect, potentially even in the NBA draft. I mean, that's how good he is. Um, how much potential he has. So, and then it's a Florida State team who can get hot, can play well, you know, and, and another game where you could potentially let your guard down. You know, they lost by 23 at home to Miami, and, you know, they're, you know, 7 14. It, it, it's a game, you know, it's just, it, I guess it's to say it proves from the game from Saturday, you know, if you watched, like, you have to have your A game ready in this league. Like, you can't let up, especially when you have a number next to your name now. You have one loss in league. You're the top dog. Like you're not an underrated team. I think sometimes Clemson in the past is, can sneak up on, on people, or, or we can be that team to to upset somebody or, or catch them off guard. You're not doing that this year. You're just not. You got um, Hunter Tyson, who is really should be a first team All ACC player. Like he's been that good this year. And PJ Hall, who's just getting into form, he's also a capable. Very good player, first team All C player when he's fully healthy. I mean, dynamic players. You got Chase Hunter when he's healthy. He's a guard with a great bounce, very athletic. Um, so, you know, really, this like Clemson's now getting into this role of really being the top, the top dog, or just being the team that everyone else is circling right now because you want to get a good quality win, which is, hasn't always been the case, you know, for Clemson and. I think overall, just their their poise and composure in some of these late game situations has been really impressive this year. And at times, in other teams, like it's normal for a team to, to you know to feel that pressure or feel this momentum or, or feel the especially in an away game, um, it, you can really start to, to sense that. And so this team, yeah, I was just super impressed on Saturday night. Um, and then you get some excellent news as Chase Hunter is finally able to go. And so, but even the thought is, you know, okay, Chase Hunter, he's back, but then what capacity does he even, I mean, I don't say he doesn't even start, but just how much, like, how much can he give you? Because, I mean, he's been off for at least in the past, like, I think three games, like a week and a half. Like, when, when you're out for that long, you can lose some of your, just even just some of your endurance. You know, so you can't go as long, or you might not have as quite of a, you know, it's quite of a bounce. It was quite of a breakaway speed. Well, that was not the case Saturday night. I mean, Chase Hunter was such a huge factor in this ball game. Uh, honestly, I don't think Clemson wins without his play. I mean, the dude had 26 points, was uh, two for five from three, was 10 of 11 from the free throw line. I mean, end of the ball game, he is just you know, driving the lane, getting fouled, or making an one basket. So, but I am getting a little ahead of myself. I mean, this game has so many runs that it just felt like so many different 
games within a game, as they might say. I mean, Clemson gets out to 11 nothing lead. Hunter Tyson hits his force, first four threes. They're up at 16-2 to two at one point. You're like, man, Clemson might run away with this. Like, I mean, I was just hoping for, a, you know, a good competitive game. And, and, you know, we should win. But, I mean, Clemson, you know, it wouldn't be unlikely for them not to win. And then, you know, you're up 16-2. to two. Clemson feels good about themselves. And then you look up, and the next thing you know, you know, Darren Green's hitting just crazy Terrence Ogilvy-style three-pointers with the same number, too, which I feel like is kind of funny, too. You know, and they're making threes. They, they go on a run. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're down by one at halftime, 34-33. And it's like, oh, man, like, this feels weird. Like, Clemson was probably had the better half. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're, you're losing and you have to make some baskets. And I think they eventually get down, like, seven in the second half. Um, it's crazy. And then they go on a run, hit a couple baskets. Um, P.J. Hall really did not touch the ball first half. I thought that, you know, FSU did a good job of, containing him, you know, not even getting an opportunity. It was really tough to get paint touches for them. And so Clemson really fell in love with the three ball first half, which was hitting at first, but then the second half of the first for the first half, that second portion, it just wasn't hitting as much. And then he got into the third quarter. It just fell a little bit too in love with the three ball. And you can kind of tell and that's you know when Brown now called timeout and they got resituated and got the ball to PJ and I thought they did a really good job with some back doors. Uh, Hunter Tyson was just incredible this game. I mean, just the way he has blossomed this year has been so fun to watch, guys. I mean, he's had some great backdoor, and then Ian Shefflin with some dimes, and then he's making you know reverse layups and just being so efficient in this game. He ended up being six for twelve. From three, I mean, 10 for 17 for the line, 27 points, seven rebounds. P.J. Hall had 17 and 10. But really, they, they they get it super close. And I thought a huge play late in the game, a couple minutes to go, is Tyson hadn't hit one in a little bit, but he hits the deep three from the left-hand corner, and it cuts into the lead. Well, you know, you go down, I think you go down a point, and then come back. Uh, that eventually gets down to the, the wire. You're down one. Get a foul. They make one. Okay, so you're, so now you're only down two, and, the, and you think you're going to get into this whole like, okay, they're up three. You make the two. Try to foul. Do sort of that thing. And eventually, it got to, it got to that a bit. And um, they go in, foul the guy, and you know now you're really just hoping that if he even makes two, then you're only down three. Well. You know, he makes one. Brunel calls timeout, which I thought was just a really good, really good play to get yourself set up and calm and know the situation. You know, you got about ten seconds left. You know, you're only down two. Like you don't, you can get the three if it's open. It's, I mean, very similar to Virginia Tech. This time you're just on the, um, you know, at the baseline versus like right by the media table at half court. And so, what do you do? They've had multiple times, I thought this was so smart, is they've had multiple times where, out of like an out of bounds, like FSU makes a basket. Well, in transition, he almost acts like a fast break. They just hand chase Hunter, and he just drives down the lane, and then nobody gets super in front of him. FSU just didn't put their body in front of him to block him off. No one stopped ball. He goes in, drives to the basket, either gets the foul, gets the layup, 
I mean, basically, Clemson was like, all right, like, prove to you can stop this. And FSU really didn't have a great answer at the end of the game. They got in some foul trouble and just couldn't really couldn't really get that stop. And so they call it they they do it again and let him drive and create, make them stop it, and then you have guys ready to go. He hits just the incredible, you know, and one basket to go up with like four seconds to go. I mean, the dude just hit some big shots. I just I love his composure in this and also to not have played in like a few games and then to go for twenty seven and then have the confidence to to hit that shot. Super impressive. Um, and so the Clemson comes out and they get the stop on defense and they get out with, with a win. And it feels like you, you kind of stole one, honestly, you know, where you're winning and then you're losing. And honestly, you're like, I don't know, this this starting to feel like this might get out of hand um, or get away from Clemson. And they come back and take it. And now they're 18 and 4, 10 and 1 in conference. I mean, this team is just winning one point ball games. I mean, it's. It's just great execution down the stretch. It's all it's all I gotta say, you know, and and just been super impressed with this team. And they're just really fun. They're really fun to watch, you know, and I know we can get into the whole like, you know, how the net ranking, you know, has Clemson going down like three spots. I mean, it was kinda gonna go down anyway because of where Florida State was, because they're a non conference, same with Georgia Tech. It's like if you lose, you go down really down, so you're like, don't lose it, you know. The, that type of thing is going to take care of itself if you keep winning. You just have a couple bad losses in the quad four. So that's where you just get really hurt. But you keep winning. Circle the Miami game. I mean, if you win that, it's going to help. You know, do well in the AC tournament. You know, things like this, it's going to take care of itself. But this team's just fun to watch, man. I mean, yeah. It just If you haven't gotten to really super tune into them yet, this is a special team. And I would turn in because, tune in because this is really fun. So this week, I mean, we got the last game in in January, and then we get down to the final stretch. So you go to Boston College um, on the road. Doesn't look like Brevin Galloway can play against his old team, which is a little bit of a bummer, but um, that might be all right too. So it's a different environment, and then you got to go. You go down from Florida all the way up to Massachusetts. You know, far end of the spectrum in back to back days. That's just tough to win back to back road games um, like that. So I mean. Again, don't let the record fool you. They're four and seven in conference, but they push Duke. You know that they'll push and they'll be ready to go, and they'll they have circled this game. So you got to be ready for that one. You don't want to overlook it because then you got Miami. You know on Saturday that one's sold out. That one's gonna be super fun at home. So you got that, and then you go North Carolina, and then you get Florida State again. So it's it's gonna be a fun stretch of this team. But the fact that there's already ten wins and we're only eleven games into the conference play it's just it's super fun so a lot of great basketball upcoming um but this team is super fun to watch and just an excellent excellent win on saturday night so moving on to the ladies so the ladies unfortunately have had a little bit of a tougher week you know and the acc in the women's game is just it's brutal you know um it's not it's just not the easiest game um you know, I think like I said in the last last episode, like you know, Virginia had to play their schedule has half <laughs> have their game games are ranked. I mean, it's it's just really tough, and so you come off of you know last week where you had you know Notre Dame or the week before was Notre Dame at home. You lose a heartbreaker in that one, um, just really tough, and you play well, 
and then you go on the road and win a Boston College game, which is against uh, you know a peer in the league when it comes to the standings. So that was good. And then you get Georgia Tech, who once again on the road. See the back-to-back road games. That's tough, even though it's down the down the road. And Georgia Tech hasn't been playing, you know, as of well. Clemson hasn't had the best hasn't had the best uh, record there. I want to say they had been like seven times since they had won at Georgia Tech. This is not the easiest place to play, and that's just a game where you know it, it's tough to win on the road. It just really is, and. Um, you know, Amari had a big game. She goes for 26. She had 26 points, three of five from three, five rebounds. Uh, Ruby Whitehorn has 14 points, you know, four rebounds. Uh, Nunu Bradford, 11. So, you know, you fought hard, but just you couldn't, like, you couldn't get close. You know, eventually this built, you know, built the lead, and then and Clemson just couldn't cut into it enough to, like, make it close, you know. Cam Schwartz had 24. You know, she had a good game. 411 from three. You know, Blackshear had 19 with eight rebounds. Um, you got to hand to them. You know, they got the win. And again, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough league. You know, you got a lot of ranked teams, a lot of tough teams. And that's why you got to take care of business at home and, and, and to try to steal some on the road and get yourself into position, you know, start making a run. So you lose that one. And the bummer with that is you lose that one and then you face number 15, North Carolina. You know, and so that's not easy either, unfortunately. And so you come to that one, you know, today, you know, after we're recording this, and you know, you want you don't want to be behind the eight ball. I feel like recently a couple games, um, the ladies have been behind and just trying to play catch up. And they let, you know, UNC got out to a, a twenty to nine, you know, lead and then they were up, you know, thirty six seventeen at half and, and so they were up by like 19 and, and this is a very easy game. Like, well, it's a ranked team, you know, you almost, it's a game you could have people just start to fold. Well, I, they came out of half and the tigers went on like a 16 to nothing run over like four minutes. And then it was like a 19 to two run over like five and a half minutes in the quarter. You cut it down, you know, like to like a, a five point game and you make it really close. And so going to that fourth quarter, it was anybody's game. And I thought that UNC just came out and hit a couple of clutch baskets, including a three Um, Paris for them hit six of 12 from three, you know, that was a little frustrating because it was just, it was just her, honestly, you know, no one else was super. I mean, Todd Williams had like a, I think about 10 or 11 in the first quarter, but um, you know, she had cooled off a bit. It was really, it was Paris, you know, Kelly only had nine points for her and she wasn't playing as well. McPherson was in her first game collegially and she had eight points off the bench, but they weren't getting a whole off off the bench that comes to just turn the ball over, you know, and miss some easy bunnies. And, you know, they got, just got, they just got down so big that it's just hard to come back from that. Even when you go on that type of run, you know, 21 turnovers, it's just, it's too many. And, and, and there were turnovers that led into easy baskets. Um, that's just, it's just tough. It's just tough to come back from that. And so this is the type of game where, you know, you look back at the run and then you're like, okay, like if we can do this. Let's just do it for, you know, let's just do it for the whole game. Let's do it for longer stretches. Let's not do it. You know, when we need to be down by 19, let's do it to build a lead. And, 
you know, you look at, you look at, you know, Amari had 10 and five rebounds. Uh, Nunu had, Nunu Bradford had 14 points, six rebounds, but she also had eight turnovers. So that's really tough. She had four steals, three assists. So she played well. She's turned the ball over too many times. And they'll, they'll work on that and look on that. I think that is a thing that has been a problem, but North Carolina made them uncomfortable, you know, and, they're number 15 in the country for a reason, too. And so it's tough. You kind of wish you played a little better. Love the effort at the end. Um, they'll go back and have them ready, you know, for this last stretch. Because as we look at this, I mean, we're starting to we're starting to get into the into the final stretch for them. You know, they only they finish up in February as I'm looking at their schedule. Yeah, so they they've got Miami on Thursday, 8 p.m. So we play back Miami at home and then they go on the road to Wake Forest. So Miami's a team, you know, at home, you, you really think you can, you can win and it's not unthinkable to win, but you got to be ready and you don't want to get behind out. Wake Forest is a game you want to win. And then you can avenge the Georgia tech loss. And then you got a tough little stretch with Louisville, Miami on the road and Virginia at home. It's like, you know, when you finish out, the next thing you know, you're an AC tournament play. And so you want to get as close to 500, if not over, as you can. You know, definitely over. And you can go on a little run. But the opportunity's there. They just got to jump on it. And so I think the biggest thing to focus on would be turnovers and maybe um, looking a little bit more in the post. I thought they got a little bit maybe in love with the three ball. And they can make them, but we would just like to see a little bit more um, – Maybe a little bit more high low, looking for Amari, Hannah Hank. You know, I know she would have, like to have some of those, some of those baskets back. But I feel good. I think I like the I like the way this is going. It's just a tough week, and you're going to have those in this league. You just really are. And so I think you just got to take the positive from it and really look at film and, and be ready to go a Thursday. Luckily, they have like three days, and then you're at home, so that makes it really helpful. Uh, and you got, got some time and then you can just be at home to like recuperate and, and get back into it. So there you have it, y'all. Um, that is the highlight for this week. And so we got some fun basketball coming up and, you know, here we go. We got another evening tip on Tuesday. It's a quick turnaround in this league. You got to be ready to go. So it sounds good. Be looking forward to that Boston College game. And thanks for listening, guys. And for now, I'm signing off.